Hello. Hi. And welcome to episode 117 of the Talking Wednesday podcast. It is 117 this time. I got yeah. the thing wrong on the playoffs preview, but none of it really matters, Jake. No. Uh, well, that This was... is a podcast. Yeah, that was fun, wasn't it? it... It's like to It's like what? 3 days later? Yep. Two days later, whatever it is now, because we thought we'd leave some time with it. You were a madman and decided to do a debrief, which is interesting. I don't want to speak to anybody directly about it right now. This weekend, I was uh, some of Soph's family's birthday, so I went up there, and the first thing they said when we when I walked through the door, right, on. was, oh, because... Um, Somebody had bought me like a gift for for birthday coming up or something, yeah. and they went, "Oh, you can crack that open when Wednesday turn down the uh, turn around the four nil deficit." And I was like, "Right, this is oh. what the weekend's going to be, is it?" <laughs> yep. Well, I was at a christening on the Sunday on the Saturday, and the priest made a comment about and how vocal uh, people were down in Plymouth are like, "Oh, you're going to go there, are you?" <laughs> and that's the priest. Do you mean Peterborough? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Pete. yeah, I did yeah. that on stream, apparently. Um, um, oh. uh, how's your week been, Mace, Dex and Jake, by the way? No Jack this week. Uh, I don't know why yeah. I need to say that. We we rotate the hosts, um, depending on availability. But yeah, Dex and it, Jake it, this it week. More, it's it more how the weekend had been. It's been, it been depressing, to be fair, mate. I've not wanted to do much. It's like, it's been weird because... One, the, I think one of the only things out of this weekend that came really good, as personally for both of us, that we managed to have the whole thing where we switched streams over perfectly, and that worked yeah. really nice. And I think for all, we were like, we're understanding if that was going to work. But in terms of it, it's just like, you watch bits of that back, and you just wonder what happened. And it's just like, it's been on your mind. I did I did a debrief last night, and I I was very tempted not to do one. Uh, but I thought, you know what, sod it. People want to rant and rave them as well. Let them. But I will call. Weird. I will call it out because I wasn't chasing clout and stuff. I wasn't going to be like, oh yeah, do you know what I mean? We'll jump on this publicly, but obviously because we're in the fan base and we saw it, we saw some abhorrent racism towards yep. Darren Moore. Um, we've been saying it all season long. Just get out of the club. You're not supporting. Um, no. You're not a Wednesday fan. You're not even a decent human being if you're going to bring racism into anything. And I think that is, I'm not saying it's a general thing, but I am saying that when we've, when there has been comments and some people have stood up and going, why is this manager getting a little bit more stick from certain people than other people? And they're looking for any opportunity to have a dig at him. I'm not saying everybody who's looking for any opportunity to have a dig at him has got that, but there is, there is something a little bit more malicious behind some people's, um, agendas basically against Darren Moore and you've seen the mask slip a little bit this week especially on yeah. social media um where it's been a little bit more direct and um I've been appalled by some of the stuff I've seen but and to be honest it's one of those things that we knew was that we knew we knew was there anyway but people yeah. just tried to say it wasn't uh the club are investigating a lot of them anyway as well with South Yorkshire police as well so good um lock them up it should it should not be in the sport, but it is sadly. And yeah, it's And I it, I don't want to hear oh someone's had a skin full, they say things that they're not really like that. I don't care. No. Don't don't do that. 
Just if you've had a skinful, don't. take your phone away off you. Get something to take your phone off you. Yeah. Yeah. We all have a skinful and say stupid <laughs> stuff. Yeah. There's 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 a line. Oh God, I don't even... I don't want to set myself up for that because I have a skinful and I say really stupid stuff. Don't get yeah. me wrong. <laughs> but like hateful stuff? Mm. Nah. 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 Um, anyway... There's still more misery to talk about because we will start the podcast by talking, trying trying to sort of break down <laughs> the first leg against Peterborough. We, me and Jack, for some stupid reason, are still going on Thursday. We're not getting refunds. Um, we're gonna. You never know. You might want to gonna, come back ever. <laughs> I know, right? Yeah, but we're gonna we're gonna go. Um, we'll still probably bump into anybody who's still going to the ground. We'll say yeah. hello. I'll try and remember some Talking Wednesday stickers if you are a listener to the podcast. Um, mention that you've heard us talking about that we might have stickers in our pocket and then if I forgot, I'll feel awful. So there we go. Um, but yeah, it'll be good to see some people. It'll be... It's going to be a really weird atmosphere, Jake. Yeah, I can see it being very toxic. Did the, you watch I, Eurovision this weekend? Berkey, I've missed it. I just couldn't. Yeah, I was going to say, there's no way you could possibly watch this because I watched I, it and I thought of you immediately. I was like, Jake would be Every gone. time I watch it, we literally have to, I have to have uh, sunglasses on. But when we watch it, my friends, he puts a filter over the screen as well. Um, oh, right. Okay. So that's how we managed it. But it's the first year. I just couldn't be bothered. Um, I was tired from this deal I had it on Saturday and like, Friday zapped out any energy I had for the weekend and I come down, as you can hear, I sound ill. <laughs> yeah. Well, I had to go to work Saturday morning oh, and like, after the Friday and I walked in and nobody really likes football where I'm working, which, oh, um, which everybody knows from a workplace. Somebody who likes football is not yeah. ideal. But then, um, so they didn't understand when I didn't really want to talk straight away. And I was I, I had a face like misery. They're like, oh, what's the matter? And I was like, it's really difficult to go, uh, yeah, Wednesday beat, got beat 4-0 in this yeah. big match. And it's probably like curtailed the whole season's progress <laughs> and they don't care or have any yeah. idea. Um, but then they decide, one of them decides to start mocking you, even though they don't like football. And you're like, right. That's it. Cool. <laughs> I'm just... It's fine. Yeah. It's how it goes. But you yeah. know what the really weird um, thing is, though, this weekend? I've seen. And we'll get into it in a bit. But I've seen so many rival fans calling Wednesday fans out for saying they want Darren Moore out kind of thing. And saying they don't get it. But I think if you look at it from our side, our point of view, it twice. It, and most clubs who get playoffs each season it's seen as a successful season right at Wednesday yeah. it's not because the the aim of the remit is promotion automatic or whatever and I think the issue is this is the second time in two seasons we have not learned our lesson in a first leg we didn't right do it at let's Sunderland. let's let's talk let's break this down because I want to talk yep. about Darren Moore separately let's break down this first leg so as we said, if you were watching along with us, Punk was covering the first half, I was covering the second. Oh, we got two goals each. Uh, yeah, um, <laughs> do, you, do you want to talk 
talk us through the game as as tradition dictates, yeah, yeah. but please make it quick. Yeah. Well, I thought for the first 15 minutes, we were trying to really break them down, get in their faces. We're doing things that people have done to us all season, get in their faces, try and make them make mistakes. And it was slightly working. Michael Smith, if he actually put power on that shot instead of go for placement, it probably won nil or take Or placed touch. it properly. Yeah. Um, That's the thing. He, he just needed a bit more curve on it. Yeah. But then we did that whole thing where we would attack and prep for 15 minutes and then we suddenly let them get back into the game. And we do that a lot this season. And then you go for that first goal. It's a poor clearance stroke tackle by Volks, who should be really trying to stand up a little bit more on that. And it just goes straight through Dawson's hands. The thing yeah. is, as, as a kid, I used to play in net. My the people who say, you have your hands like that so you can put your whole thing around it. It just goes straight through. And it would just pour once again. And it's been sloppy goals like that, that has always cost us. And then you go for that second goal. It's a cracking strike. Don't don't get me wrong. So really it's the deflection strike. that takes it off. Like yeah, I think but, I think you 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 judge the flight of that ball better, but the deflection just takes it into the top corner. But the thing That's for the me is, why is Johnson turning his back on it? Just put your chest in front of it. Get winded. Mm. Get winded. Don't turn your back. Just get winded. I think Le- there's always that sort of like shielding of making sure you don't handball it as well. Though that's to yeah. tend to be why players sort of move their bodies, don't they? But yeah, it, from that we could not get into it at all. We lost all chance of trying to get back into that game because they knew what to do. They worked mm. out the game plan, and this has been the whole thing of this season. People have figured out our game plan so easily and so quickly. It's not even funny. It's really hard to say this without sounding like a bit of fan, but you look at it and you just go, they didn't have loads of chances. They just no. were really clinical with the ones they did have. And that's the, they had the perfect game in that regard. Yeah. You know, any chance we gave them, they took it. Right. Yeah. We didn't take our chances. We could have very easily been a couple of goals up. The big thing for me, I guess you could talk about the controversy is I do believe if you use your elbow to stop a shot, yeah, and it's on the top of the arm. At three nil, they should have. Then we should have conceded a penalty, yellow or red. You debate it, but like to me, that's potentially that's in the Premier League a red card and a penalty. And that's where VAR probably would give it. Yeah, and the VAR's in the next round. And I'm not saying that to try and sound like sour grapes, but like if you think about that at three nil, Wednesday get one back. It's three one going into the second leg. They have a suspension. You may even you may even grab one more after that in the game and it, it goes in 3-2 then you've got something to fight for at Hillsborough but now it's mm. for I'm not taking away from the fact that Wednesday just didn't do the business and it's, the, it's no. that thing that I said I, I was the one on our podcast even though we all tried to be positive and predict that Wednesday would win you and Jack said 2-0 I said 2-1 but I am really concerned about the momentum that Peterborough are going to bring in yeah. with oh, no, you, you finishing in 6th because when you come yeah. in 6th the problem you, we had as a team, it's the same kind of problem Barnsley had in their game. We already had mm. third and fourth wrapped up. There was nothing to play for, so we were cruising kind of thing. Plymouth, uh, Plymouth Peterborough needed to play and get that thing, so they've been on that momentum, like, we're still in this, we're still going. And I think I think what annoyed me a lot is, like, we had two, two chances cleared off the line, a possible penalty, and 
we did that stupid thing that Wednesday always do. We tend to only start to get back into the game once we're chasing them. We don't yep. seem to be able to do that from the get-go. When we're chasing a game, or if you look at the season, when we were top of the league, we were being cruising. But when we lost it, we started chasing it again. We're a better team when we're chasing things. That kind of gives you a little bit of um, hope for Thursday. <laughs> Only the tiny, tiny, tiny little bit, but I can't see it. Yeah, uh, like, here's the thing, right? Genuinely, this team have got it in them to score five goals. Yes. In, a, in a in a game but it's a case of will they have that because what i could very much see is if it was well for one i think it's going to be well it'll be like a draw or something but yep. what i could very much see is wednesday going three goals up and then overthinking it and trying to slow it down and very carefully trying to get that last goal yeah and then conceding or getting four and then trying to sit on it and just try and play our normal game again and then conceding you, you know what got me, though, last night when I was thinking about it? Because I was like, I was going through that back lineup. You've got Palmer, fit, fit, other side of 30. You've got Flint, other side of 30. A Whitway, 30. Uh, you've got Johnson, other side of 30. I offered 27. That's a very old back line. Yeah, the one thing I will say with Palmer, it doesn't make a difference because Palmer's in great shape. He's obviously got the yeah, fitness with yeah. that. Um it's one of those you want experience in your back line, but you I to be honest, the ideal sort of like 27, 30, 31, 32 have, pairing in centre mid is usually is usually perfect, right? Because you've got somebody who's coming into their prime and somebody who's in their prime or coming towards the end of it. Do you know what I mean? In terms of centre backs. Yeah. That should be ideal. It's just not worked out that way. Um well, we I have will say Hennigan. Ben Hennigan. Reese James should have started. Reese James should have started because yeah. when he came on, the runs he was making from centre, just splitting them. Yeah. Like he was bringing the ball out of the defence and causing them problems. Reece, if Reese James starts that match, I think we actually have more, even more chances than we had. And the one thing He's that I've said all season is, is we are not clinical enough and we are not finishing our dinner. And that has, that has come to fruition in the biggest game of our season. To be We've fair, not been, finished the chances. That's been three seasons in a row, though, that we've said this. Yes, because where... we don't sign a striker that no. actually seems to... Yes, Michael Smith scored 20 goals, but it's not. it doesn't feel like a prolific striker. Do you know? It doesn't feel like when somebody's on the pitch, we're always going to score. I think the reason he scored 20 goals is because we do create a lot of chances. Mm. Right? We need, some, we need a striker that's... If you get a clinical striker on the end of that... We, you probably get a striker that scores close to 30 goals this season yeah. with the amount of chances we've created and the shots on target we've had. So that, so I think I'm trying to look at that from a different perspective now. We're actually a very creative team and we create a lot of chances. We just don't finish them. So even if you even if you have got a good goals tally, it could be better. Mm. And we haven't... The, the only team we properly put to the sword and it was Forest Green at home, which was the five. No, we, we've had so many teams this season where we created so many chances... But the shots on target to shots is ridiculous. Like 32 shots to like six on target. I don't understand how that's a thing. And I think the issue is Michael Smith would perform a lot better if we actually played with wingers and not wingbacks and actually got more balls into the box. I think yeah. you got the thing where, again, this season we've been unlucky with injuries. I think it's something that will need to be addressed again in the summer because they can't keep happening season after season. I think this whole situation with this squad 
we need better fringe players who are ready to step up kind of thing. Because I think that's been a big thing where the fringe players just have... Not, I don't want to say haven't been are, but they're not there because they're not playing week in. I think, I think Pearson made a very good point uh, a couple of months ago saying reserve team football is lacking these days because it will get the fringe players up and running and ready mm. to play. Uh, putting them under in with under twenty three doesn't do anything. It just it's like they're guiding them. I think we all know uh, buyers have been a massive myth. I think Windass was showing that he hasn't played in a while and was rusty. Some yeah. of the some of the balls he would normally latch onto, he was a bit too 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 old bit off the pace. If you know what I mean. I think yeah Johnson and I know it was before we were saying wrapping with cotton wool and stuff like that it's it is one of those cases I was just I was guess I was just <laughs> being hopeful that he'd come back and 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 regain some sharpness but it is unfortunately the case of what happens with a lot of players he just didn't have that much sharpness no um, and, you, and you look at their squad yeah. their average age of their squad is 24 ours is 28 and it showed because mm. they had pace they had they had the strength as soon as they got down um our left-hand side for their, I think it was their fourth goal, they cut us open. And the thing is, mm. when we go and attack games, and we've done it a lot this season, when we attack a game, we leave so many holes at the back. And it's not... It, I think this is completely different if we had a Femuru and Hennigan bit at the back. I really do. I think you probably have a better situation. You've got two players who can get back I think the midfield lacks by it, but again, this club in one sense isn't run very good as a football club. If went to a smart kind of thing, maybe we do sell Delhi in to Blackpool and then we reinvest that on someone else. I think um It's a difficult one. I, th- I think I think I Peterborough went into it with nothing to lose, mate. Yeah. You know. Um and it showed and when we're talking about the way the clubs run and things like that, we can look at, we will probably break it down after the two legs yeah. about the, the state of the season and the fact that we could run things in a slightly different way. And I'm getting scam calls. Lovely. I think, Go away. I think one of the, uh, I think one of the things that shows last night is we, uh, last night on Friday, it was the fans saying you're not fit to wear the shirt. And I know people are getting really angry that the players haven't come out and said anything. I get why. Mm. I get yeah. why they will have probably been told to stay off social media because yeah. what the, and Darren will have probably turned around and said, if you want to apologize to him, turn up on Thursday. And I think the problem is people all want, because it's in this day and age of Twitter, Instagram, they want to see it like come out there and apologize, like asking for refunds and stuff like that. I, get I was a little bit, the, I was a little bit, I'll be honest, I was a little bit sort of uh, probably dramatic um, in the heat of the moment, as I think a lot of fans were when I was like, oh yeah, sort of like, it was. I wasn't expecting it to happen, by the way, but I was sort <laughs> of like, the fans deserve refunds, Chancery, mm. sort it out, sort of thing. We, yeah. we shouldn't, you know, I've never felt this uh, this low in 27 years. It's, it feels very weird, this one uh, of Sporting Wednesday, but it's one of those where, well, not 27 years. I, I, luckily, I probably had a few years where I couldn't formulate things in my brain, so I didn't have to worry about Wednesday for a while. Um, but it's, oh, those were the days. <laughs> it's it's more of a case of we shouldn't 
have to watch that. You know, that yeah. was the statement. It's not, I don't think necessarily that's Chad Zero's fault, by the way. I think, I don't, oh, right, Tin Hat on. I don't necessarily think it's Darren Moore's fault. I think the players have just absolutely let him down. Yeah. Completely. I, I, I will if you want an example of that, that's well, exactly what they do because Darren Moore doesn't go out and. Here's the thing I've got. He set the team up that we had two very clear cut chances. We had we had clear cut chances in that game, and we weren't finishing it. Yeah, that the the, the manager can't put it in the back of the net. What you, you could say is on a wider strategy, maybe a recruitment strategy. You have to find the players that can put it in the back of the net if you're going to set the team up like that because we create a lot of chances. We've not brought those players in. They're not doing it. So that way, it does fall on the manager and the the recruitment because the players aren't the players that we've collected aren't doing the business and they aren't executing the tactics. Yeah, and I think the I think the thing is people go well. It's his tactics, his motivation. But some of the players have got to have their own motivation. If you can't get yeah. motivated for a playoff game, there's something very wrong. I just think it's a case of we. Right, this is what I want to talk about a little bit in terms of Darren Moore. <laughs> I said it on Twitter. I said it to you. Um, I think, personally, my opinion is Darren Moore has built a side that can go up automatically and any other season would have done. And he's built a team that over the course of a season sometimes wins a little bit scrappily. You know, yep. isn't the best team. Um, sort of tries tries their best um, to get those one nils when it's not going well and, you know, wins ugly. But when it comes to yeah. bottle and big games, that's where we fall short when it comes to the big games and bottling it. Yeah. Yeah. I think yeah. I think a lot of the situation with I we'll we'll have it in the comments section. I can see it. Like like Darren Moore set the team up so it's on him, it's his tactics or whatever. But I think a lot of the issue I do have is that if they're not going to be doing it for Darren Moore, there's there's something that needs to change in that aspect and I don't know what it is. Um, yeah. but the thing is do I? I don't see the idea of like having to change a manager every two seasons because it will cost money. Granted, I know Dar I think Darren Moore's on a t rolling twelve month contract because we never really find out what his contract is. The thing is, again, like I said on thing, if you're Darren Moore out, give us an actual genuine good replacement you've replaced him with. The market mm -hmm. out there at the minute isn't great. And managers and the problem is Darren Moore is shown that he can build the structure behind the scenes to try and get things right because you can't remember if Darren Moore goes you lose his entire staff we don't have a Lee Bullen and everyone to fall back on now the one counter argument I have is I think you would be able to motivate these players with a different manager in a different way however yeah. it could be very much temporary and I do try and look at the the whole situation because funnily enough at 2-0 I was like oh nah nah I can't <laughs> be asking questions we've had a good season this is something we can take into the second leg playoffs happen but at 4-0 all of a sudden no. you get angry and you go maybe something does need to change and that's yeah. how football works you know um, that sort of level of misery is when you start even the people who have tried to keep a clear head on it just phew, I was fuming you know <laughs> I was like well, yeah. you, then you start questioning what you've been saying and trying to keep a clear head on it. I'm, I think, and we need to see. It's hard. It's we need hard to see to the reaction on Thursday. 
I think, because it, that will be a tell of... I know this is ridiculous, but even if like we win it by, by a couple of goals sort of thing, it will be a tell of, can he pick these players up? Mm. Yeah, I think... And the thing is, you saw Chansey's face at the end of that. He looked dejected. He's like, what more can I do? But the thing is, it makes you wonder what happened in January. Because that statement he put out sounded like I've messed up, not Darren Moore. I've not given him the mm. tools that he wanted to go out and get whatever he needed. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I think yeah. the thing is, if that's the case, that might be one of the cases where Darren Moore maybe keeps his job. Could chance they go, it was on me, not Darren. But the, th- the thing is, people have said, it's like, oh, why have we not got, uh, I bet I, I bet he's looking for people already. I don't think Chancery is one of those people who start looking for managers while they're filling the job. I don't think he should. I do have to look at the fact of where we finished in the season. And yes, people love to say the line, well, two teams were better than you. Arguably, I, I think Ipswich were, probably. Yeah. I don't think Plymouth were a better side than us. They'd have picked up, very, they had a very good home record. That's what got Yeah. Them. Yes, they finished on better points. And that, that was why <laughs> you can look silly sometimes when you say stuff like that. But if you put us head to head, like in terms of on our day, like Plymouth just tended to get the job done, you know? Yeah. Um, I will say the one thing I've noticed about Wednesday this season is, is if you go a lot and you see a lot of the actual matches and it's not a results game. The football isn't pretty half the time and we have worn ugly. No. But I again that that fits into the side the signing of uh, the sorry the side of we um Well look at last we season. Learned how we to, we learned how to manage football. the league. Look at last season. We played pretty football. Yet we will come away with no result. This season we play ugly football and we come away with a result. It's getting that balance between the two. Yeah. And I think that's and the it, hard bit. Heading into Thursday, what do you think needs to be done? What do you think? What? Well, obviously, five goals are technically needed or four to drag it to they need, extra they need time. To start, they need to come out of the traps early and not let the head down. Like, yeah. literally not. What What really annoyed me, and people are going to, I don't know what people are going to think here. Barry Bannon shouldn't be jumping up and down, screaming. He should be just clapping, going, like, like get going again. That kind of annoyed me. It's like, you're the captain. I understand your frustration, but maybe you just need to go, right, yeah, we're all nailed down. Let's just get back up and get going. And I think sometimes that kind of heart in your sleeve can sometimes demotivate a little bit. You know, the frustration angle. But I think we've just got to come out of the traps, all gun blazing, go for broke, and try and not leave any gaps as we're going forward. Because if we do, they will counter and they will go. The thing is, yeah. when they need to be loud as anything that night, but if it's dark going wrong, for God's sake, don't start booing because it could be another cricket goal. I, to be honest, I will say this respectfully, Pung. Any fan that turns up can do whatever they want in terms oh, of I, booing no, or I, being I, vocal I, I, or whatever I because after that first half, after that, that first, like, do you know what I mean? I do understand that, but also if you think about the motivation point of view... I think yeah. it's very difficult. It's, it's that whole thing. They always say players feed on what the thing is on the pitch. We've had it a lot of this season when it's been a bit cagey it, by the fans. It's been felt on the pitch. That's what I'm saying about the thingy. 
you're you pay your you pay your money. If you want to boo, boo. I, no one could have I don't. I don't it. boo. I, don't, I've never. I I've like never. It. I actually can thankfully say, and I don't. I, I've never booed Wednesday ever. I don't like it, but internally I've booed. Uh, yeah, it's just but. we have to come out all gun blazing. I think you start, James. You. Mm. I, d- I don't know where you play Patterson. I think you have Patterson to come off the bench. Yeah, I do. That Right, here's the thing. You know when we did the preview? Yep. Um, what's quite... Which is why I kind of have to give Darren Moore a break is this the exact team we said is probably our strongest team and the team he should play, and he played it. Yep. Right? And I look at that and I go... Well, he's literally played the team, which is the best at the disposal. We can't even say it's on him. The only no. questionable thing was Reese James, you know. Mm. Um, so I just sort of looked at that and gone, oh, if I can pick apart any of it, it would be a case of Reese James should have started in there. But it should have been enough. That's the problem. Yeah. That team should have been enough. And they yeah. didn't perform. Um, I think we need to... We just need to... We need to go for it. Start James, go on the offensive, try and score goals for fun. Realize that a lot of those players are going to, a lot of those players are probably not going to be playing after this match. So you might as well just go hell for leather. Yeah. And the thing is, if you are one of those uh, players who might not be playing after this, think of it. For Wednesday, obviously. For Wednesday, just think of it this way. If you're not playing, would you rather try and go out as a uh, playoff finalist winner or runner-up or go out in the semi-finals. Like, the thing is, you actually look at shots shots on target to shots, they had 12 shots, 6 on target. We had 14 and 8 on target. Here's the thing. Here's a little thing for all the players that are out of contract and are thinking they're going to leave. Do you want to know what your career is going to be def- defined by whenever you get relinked about your history? This will be the player that once played for a Sheffield Wednesday team that lost so-and-so by so many goals on aggregate. Every tagline will be that when you are linked or, with a new club. Or when you're linked with a new club, this is the player that got 96 points with a team and didn't get promoted. Yeah, I, I, I think that was actually nicer. I think what a lot of places do is they say uh, they like to go for the... Um, the saucy headline really don't they and go for the yeah. fact that they got battered in a big game um so just step up because to be honest it's the first time in a while where i felt like the just the shirt was completely disrespected the fans were disrespected and yes they're not doing it intentionally but it's a mentality thing there's got to be something there to ship four goals in such a big game exactly it, 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 oh yeah play, no player wants to go out and do that i'm sick of hearing that right you just did it yeah. But yeah, there's, uh, there's, there's, it's going to be either the best thing that's ever happened to or me in a Wednesday ever. shirt, in you know, yeah, um, a Wednesday game, or it's, um, it, it'll either be it's, the most epic comeback ever, or it's going to be the most miserable thing you've ever watched. And we know what Sheffield Wednesday like, so yeah, yeah. And the thing is, if you, a... watch it, if you look at the other game, Bolton versus Barnsley, 1-1 at the minute for their goal, game. 67 yeah. and 63 minutes is goal thing. So that could go either way. And the thing is, I we all had this whole thing said, oh, we don't want 
derby kind of thing, like you said, but Peterborough were the harder team because of the whole situation with um, them getting momentum. With Peterborough's lead, and if they go on and say go to fans, they're the ones I'm betting on because they've got that momentum. And the thing is, what got... No, I think I think I actually disagree with that. I think on a bigger pitch, they'll get... Uh, I think on, on a big occasion on that, when it, with a team who actually turns up, they'll get... They'll get beaten. I think if they get to the final, I don't, I don't think know. they'll win it. I don't think they'll I go don't know. It, it, it depends because I think the only thing that could go for them, Ferguson doesn't have a good record in playoffs, does he? Wednesday's record used to be all right, and now it's woeful. Yep, it's horrible. <laughs> I, I I even I even had it. It'd be weird. I'd have rival fans just turn around and say to me, "It's like I can't believe a you're in playoff with how many points you got, and b where did that come from?" It's just like I, I'm already sick of hearing you know, how many yeah. points you got. Yeah, we we got them, but we just it's so difficult because I want to celebrate the fact we had a great season in terms of points total and unbeaten runs and things like that but it all just feels really bloody hollow when you go out and you disgrace a fan base like that yeah it's one of the biggest games of the season and you can't the thing is the biggest now it will be the biggest if we obviously don't overturn it which we're not going to do so the thing is I (sighs) The thing that's going to be interesting is when we have the annual look at our counts. Because for every season we're in League One, we lose eight million. I don't even want to talk about the fact that we're. we're I've said it all season. We get don't get out of the league this season. We are in trouble. Yeah. The reason is the pigs were down here for six years, weren't they? Was it six seasons? Yeah, about that. Once, once you start to. If you don't bounce up in the first couple of seasons, you're in trouble. Mm. And we'll see took, it happen. It took, it unfortunately. Took, it and I'm sick, of, I'm sick of covering League One, Jake, can I just <laughs> yep. say. No, no, I agree. I agree. It's just... Because <sighs> it's, there's not, it's not good football in it. No. There's, there's no good football. Know. The teams that try and play good football, like when Wednesday did... Get punished by teams just sitting there and parking the bus. I'm soaking completely. Yeah, and then possibly getting us on the break. Right, let's go into the news because I'm sick of talking about it. Um, yep. So, interestingly, to note, ages ago, before anybody picked it up, we said, "Hey, we should be having a look at a player called Luke Jeffcott." And then Wednesday, we linked with Luke Jeffcott. It was a talking Wednesday. Um, hint that ended up becoming a reality it's basically an educated guess because i looked at his stats and i thought oh this would be a good fit for us and then two weeks later we were linked with him um but he's been released jake yes, he has he's only 23 as well he is and obviously he's he's at plymouth side that they don't think he can cut it at the next level i don't think he's had a great season no, but he he's potentially one you bring in if you can get him on a reasonable wage that can probably do something a little bit different to some of the players we've got and it's a younger perspective, what's your thoughts? I think this will be a smart signing if we did it because uh, I know Plymouth fans have said, oh, he's not what he was. He had that one season. But it seems like he fell out with uh, Schumacher 
and it didn't seem to work out. Now, the thing is, yes, he only got seven goals at Swindon Town. You, you want to see him get more. But the thing is, you look at the style of striker we got, we don't have someone add that ilk. And you look at our front lineup, it's starting to age. We need to start yeah. making it a bit more youthful. And if we can do that, that'll be even better. Because uh, it was, it was, if you think about it, it was only 20, 20, 21. He got double figure goal tallies. So he can go with this if we are still going to be in League One. And it will be interesting to see what happens. I don't. I think he's a squad player, though. I don't think he's the answer. So we have to, we can't focus our like thing around it. If you're talking about fringe players like Luf Jeffcott, that's a different case because they're, yeah. they're fringe players that are maybe ready to step in. Yeah, but I don't think he's the answer. I want to make that clear. No, um, because he's not. He's not. He's not shown it. Um, as you said, he scored seven goals at Swindon. The the season we're talking about is the twenty. 2021 season where he scored 16 goals in League One for, um, and then two in the FA Cup, so 18 goals. And then the season after, he scored 10 goals with one in the cup. So he's not he's not prolific, prolific, but he is still a young enough player. And then at Swindon, obviously he got se- he got seven goals. So he's 23 and he's got 49 goals in total in his career. And that's from how many appearances? 156 appearances, if you count his total total appearances. So it's nearly one in three, which isn't great for a striker. But he's no. 23. That there's there's time there. I think I think you pick somebody up like that on a free, and you see how it goes. Personally, I think if it, if if you were paying, you would go no, move on. But a free transfer, you kind of go actually that's worth a little bit of a risk. He's also, I'm telling you, if you end up in League One, he's the sort of player we can afford. Yeah. As, you, as you start to reduce the wage bill. So I can very much see that one happening. I don't think it'd be the worst thing to happen either, to be honest. Yeah. Um, especially if we do bring in other players and other players I want to talk about is um, Alfie May. So yeah. Alfie May is another one that we spoke about a while ago. I do believe, is he going on a free as well? Or is he getting sold? Uh, he's getting sold. Yeah, so we would have to buy him. But Cheltenham, obviously, it's. I think it's been announced that they can't keep hold of him or something no. like that, or he, he wants he, to go. He basically said so, he wants to go. Alfie May, Alfie May is somebody I would sign, right? Last season, he scored 23 goals. How are people saying they don't want to sign Alfie May? I have seen I, that. I know why some people are saying they don't want to sign him, right? Because... In a business sense, there's no resale value. And I think people thinking that if you can resell them on, if they do a bit, then it's fine. An alternative to him would be uh, Sam Smith, who's just been released from Cambridge United. Why not both? Yeah. This is what I keep thinking. Like, we probably... You keep Smith on the bench. You let I'm I'm sorry to say this, Wednesday fans. You let Gregory go. Yeah. Right. You don't have because he probably he's probably on a bit of a bit of a wage, you know, because he came from he came from the championship set and he yeah. was a free. So you've got that there. You sign players any of those three: Jeff Cott, Smith, May. You put 500k into May. Maybe that's probably yeah. the, the 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 thing that we're looking at. Um, now, but 23 goals last season in League One. He has stepped up. He is coming. He is finding goals in this league. 
Oh, right? yeah, definitely. And I don't see why I don't see why not. I Sam Smith is another one. I think Sam Smith is actually is he free agent? Yeah, he's free. I thought he was. Yeah. So he's he's twenty five. So yes, I very much think that you probably go on the pay. You probably actually got double. You probably go for. Year. Yeah, he got 13 goals, but he's obviously not as prolific as May. But the season before, he also got 15 goals. So he's consistently sort of 15, 13 for the past couple of seasons. So he knows where the back of the net is. And he's got, he's he's going to be a free transfer. So potentially what I think is you sign two of those players. Yeah. You go, you go Jeff Cotton Smith or Jeff Cotton May. Yeah. Or you go May and Jeff Cotton. Or May you know, and Smith. Or May and Smith, yeah, yeah. It's because one of them is going to be a free. We do need to work up top. That is something we definitely need to do. That yeah. is a given. Where I think we massively need to improve is our midfield. We cannot keep mm. relying on Byers and Bannon each season, and we can't. Keep Which is mental because we were saying we were saying not too long ago that our midfield was the area we didn't need to touch. Yeah, but. It changes quickly, doesn't it? It changes quickly because you look at. I don't. I don't like giving players just one season. I just don't think Backinson's the answer. No, I. I, I don't think Backinson's shone, uh, shone himself in a great light or covered himself in glory in recent appearances. I think Adonir is somebody you possibly take a punt on for another contract, and you yeah. you because uh, I think there's a player in there. But Delhi, when he's on his day, fantastic. He just needs to nah. be consistent. No, not for me anymore. Not for me. Um, I think there's a point where you need to start looking at... Um, there, there is the argument if you put Delhi in the middle of the... If you put Fizz in the middle of the field and you, you give him a um, consistent starts and you build his confidence up and make him feel like he's the man, then maybe. But I don't think he's going to do that with the experienced players in no. the squad. So... It, I actually it, don't think it's, it's, it's the buyer. The buyer's one is difficult. Do you let buyers go because of his injuries? Mm. It's a Does, weird one. From a, I don't. I don't. But from a managerial no. perspective or from a club perspective, do you? Yeah. Do they do look at it and go we wages? Yeah, he's not available. He's a great player on his day, but he's he's not. A, we did it with Luongo. We offered him a contract and he stalled and we were got, he was gone. And then obviously he then found form. The one thing I will say is potentially learn from the Luongo situation of he actually managed to get a consistent season for Ipswich and they're up. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's going to be a very strange rebuild this season because 11 of those players are not going to get contracts. We yeah. technically got six players under contract as it stands. We need to bring the age of this squad down dramatically, but still have a couple of experienced players. That when I said in the summer I wanted experience and youth, that's what I wanted. A couple of experience, but a lot of youth. I would rather see us this season experiment, maybe playing with wingers instead of wing backs. Yeah. Like what I don't get is Every time we've gone in for the whole wing-back situation, we bought in people who are natural wingers. Go out yeah. and We're also not going to be able to sign someone like Reese James on a permanent now. Blackpool have dropped. 
because I reckon no. he'll get game time in yeah. um, Blackpool's side, which is another blow to us because I could have seen that nailed on earlier in the season. Yeah. Um, I think, I think let's, if you look at those players, Jeff Cott, May, Sam Smith, top of your head, who do you take? Uh, if you pick two. Smith and May. Probably the better ones, aren't they? Yeah. Realistically, I think the club picks up Smith and Jeff Cott. <laughs> yeah. You'd have to pay for them. <laughs> yeah. I think the thing um, with May, if you go for May, go you're going to be probably going against uh, Rex and want him. Money. Yeah. Yeah. That's so mental, isn't it? That they, they've got that. Uh, also, they are going to get into the point now where they are creeping into league standards and financial fair play standards where they're going to have to be a bit more careful. Yeah. Yeah. They can't just throw money of it like they did in national. Yeah. Because Salford did it and then they struggled because they realised they couldn't keep throwing money at it because they've got the regulations. And then you heard Gary Neville moaning for a very long time about financial fair play and the fact that he couldn't do anything about it. So it, I it, think... I think Alfie Alfie May would be a sign that you you go for it. We've also got Wilkes if we can get him. Fit. I think he'd probably benefit. Do you know what I mean? From put Wilkes on the wing. We need a yeah. we need a winger. We need a, but we don't play with wingers. So we need one. <laughs> but that's when you go. Do you bring another manager in that plays with wingers? And you go for the youth and you go for the overlaps. It's very. I hate this. Yeah, it's Jake. horrible. <laughs> It's meant to be exciting talking about transfers, but we'd be so woeful. Uh, my, <sighs> my other question is, do you bring in a keeper? That's one for another day. Let, yeah. us, let us know what you think on those players yeah. in the comments. But um, in terms of a keeper, though, I'm, uh, I actually think Dawson's... I want to say this, actually, and I'm probably, again, going to get pelters for it. Over the course of the season, I think Dawson's been quite good. A couple mm-hmm. of mistakes for a keeper. It happens. Right? They can't always be solid. Through. You what, sorry? Remember, he came in halfway through the season as well. Yeah, exactly. I think you do probably bring a keeper in because I think you release Stockdale. Well, you release he's Stockdale, only on a, but then give him a coaching role. Yeah, he's only on one year, isn't he? So, yeah. um, I, think, I think you do bring a keeper in. I think there's nobody that jumps to the top of my mind right now, and I'm probably going to do some digging. But... Because also, the keeper that remember, I really wanted is now in the championship. Just remember, we don't have to spend a lot of money to get out of this league. Plymouth did it with four million. Yes, that's true. But we probably do because Wednesday a Wednesday and you've just got to make sure. Yeah. But yeah, Jake, this isn't going to be a really, really long podcast today because I'm tired of talking about this. Wednesday, you've yeah. got to show us something different in that second half of the of the leg. Um I'm never going to be allowed back to this hotel. I've cancelled it twice. And I'm not saying it's not like I get presumptuous. I just a case of I know if you don't book early, you get yep. in trouble when you realise that you've actually made it and then you've got you've not got somewhere. But have you got anything to add? Just turn up, please. That's Are you it. still going to stream it? Yeah, I'm still going to stream it. You're a nutcase. Anyway, that's all I've got for this. Uh, I, I'm saying that I'm going, but uh, <laughs> that's it for this uh, week's episode of Talking Wednesday. Next week, I don't think I'm going to be on, which is going to be a thing of um, uh, it'll just be these uh, those two boys. I think talking through the 
Either that or we'll do something slightly later next week. I know the podcasts are not on the day. They're not all coming out on Tuesdays at the minute. It's because of the situation of the football at the minute. You'll get a podcast. It just depends on when it is in the week. Yeah. Um, it'll either be those two yeah. lads just breaking down the second lad and having a bit of a chat about it. We Again, we'll probably wait until all three of us together to do some sort of more of a breakdown of the whole season. It'll be more of a case of them just chatting through the playoffs and how do we immediately pick it up and initial plans and then yeah and when it comes to that we'll probably have relief lists and all that lot to talk about as well yeah there's there'll be there'll be plenty to talk about so um keep tuned for talking wednesday and hopefully we can be a little bit more positive i'm sure we've got the feeling of a lot of wednesday fans at the minute of just dejected down yeah down dejected um but we will we are still here Okay, we're still bringing you the content. We're still, we're still, we're still going. Yep. But um, take care, guys. Um, try and find something fun that's not football to think yep. about. Um, we're all Wednesday, aren't we? And I am so glad that second leg is not on my birthday anymore because <laughs> that would have just yeah. been adding insult to injury. Yeah. Oh yeah. Let's uh, have it confirmed on on my birthday. But yeah. Take care, guys, and we will see you in the next episode of Talking Wednesday. See ya.